0: It wasn't long ago that I was reading a book and it pointed out something that I knew to be true, but it never fully registered for me. And that's the fact that your sibling relationships are the longest relationships you'll ever have if life goes according to plan and natural life, right? So you outlive your parents with your siblings, God willing. You know your siblings long before you meet your spouse. So it's a bond that you have for an entire lifetime. Yet we don't put a lot of attention and energy into it. And when we talk about on the show, the idea of creating family teams and having a mission together as a family, one of the ways that we can do that and strengthen that is through sibling relationships and putting energy and focus there. So today's episode is all about that. How can you help facilitate that within the walls of your home? How can you Help your kids bond together as siblings and not take for granted that beautiful relationship and what it can be, and how that can ultimately lead to more possibility as a family. ok, let's do it. Let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership
1: Podcast where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right.
0: I don't know why it was so eye-opening and mind blowing to me when I was reading a chapter in a book that pointed out the fact that you're Sibling relationship is the longest relationship you'll ever have. I mean, like, obviously, you guys know each other from when you're born all the way up through when you die, and there's really nobody else in your life, aside from some rare friends maybe, that you have that kind of connection with. Yet it's such an under leveraged and under thought about relationship. It's kind of taken for granted, especially in American culture. Can't speak to every culture, but I do know having family in other countries that that sibling bond is really cherished and nurtured with a lot of purpose. And although I don't want to become the parenting expert by any stretch, a lot of what we talk about on the show is creating a family team and a dynamic that's going to go on to live out your mission, both at home and in business together. So if you have multiple kids, what does that relationship for them look like? Is it intentional? We talk to you as the parent about leading intentionally and connecting intentionally with your children, but what about your kids connecting intentionally? I know for my kids, they're together 24-7. We homeschool, we work from home, we do everything from home, and there are plenty of days where it's like they get in a groove and they're playing and they're really connected, and then there are days where they're just like fed up with each other and everybody's in a mood, and it's all ish has hit the fan. So what's the difference between those kind of days and how can we bring more of those days that are intentional and connected and less of the days that are chaotic and crazy because that bond really means something. And if your mama heart is anything like mine, the idea that our kids will be there for each other if anything happens to support and rally around each other is such a beautiful vision. And it was such a gift in my life and it's something that I want to gift my kids. But it really goes further than that. We want them to be bonded not just in times of trauma but for many other reasons and possibilities too and we want them to be there for each other as a team loyal to each other and pull together in good times and in bad because one of the things that we preach all the time here is your value system and when you go out into the world outside of the walls of your own home the value system is very different typically so one of the really unique elements of being raised up together in the same home, is you're steeped in the same values and you can take on the world together, whether it be in business or not. Your kids have this amazing opportunity to become aware of the fact that they have a teammate right from the get-go. And although it's automatic in having that teammate, the relationship isn't necessarily automatic. It's something that has to be thought about and nurtured and developed. There's research that backs this, too. Research has shown that siblings are very important when it comes to teaching our kids how to interact socially. And although the fighting might be driving you crazy, they're actually building skills that are going to prepare them for future relationships in their lives. So these are things to be really conscious of as the one guiding these relationships in the earlier years. So I wanted to share just some simple ways and ideas to help cultivate this strong family and sibling bond in your home that you can implement starting today. They're not overwhelming, but it's just a level of awareness and simple tweaks that can make all the difference. Okay, the first one is connecting individually with each of your kids on a regular basis. And I know we're talking about sibling relationships here, but this kind of builds the foundation for it. Kids that are secure in their relationships with the adults guiding them won't feel the need to fight as much and act out to get their parents' attention, which can often happen through sibling relationships. Meaning, and I see this a lot in my kids, like where they're fighting each other for my attention. So it starts, like with everything, with you. So have you taken that intentional time? One of the things that I've done to really, I like simple and rhythmic because it means I stick with it and can prioritize it. So one of the things I've done is Friday afternoons I take off and that day is dedicated to one of my kids. Obviously I've even other times throughout the week that I'm individually with my kids because that happens naturally. Or if I go to the grocery store I'll bring one kid with me instead of going by myself. As much of a luxury as it would be to shop alone. But Friday afternoons I kind of rotate and spend that time with my kids individually. The second thing that a lot of people don't think about, we might be good at date nights one-on-one as parents, right? Or one-on-one time even with our kids. Maybe you've already got number one down. But the second one is the idea of creating special one-on-one time for them together and helping to facilitate that, especially depending on the ages of your kids. Do they get special outings two of them at a time? And activities to do together that strengthens their relationships outside of the family unit. So they have their own personal bonds that aren't dependent on the rest of the group. And if you have multiple kids, you can also rotate, right? Or you can fill in those gaps depending on how many kids you have. But that allows them to have their own personal stories and relationships without it having to always be the entire unit. The third thing is taking family sabbath and not just in the religious sense necessarily but sacred no device time to connect as a family so before we're saying one-on-one time you and a kid then one-on-one time kids together and then bring in the family unit so lately for us friday nights are when we turn off our phones make a special dinner together play a game have movie night and this is something we look forward to all week it's kind of like the cherry on top of a busy week But having that intentional time together, like my kids are young, they don't have devices, but I know as they get older, it's going to be tougher. But when you develop that rhythm and you create that space to just bond as a family without any external forces hitting you, it can be a really powerful thing in relationship building. Okay, this is an important one to note. Number four, it is in our sibling relationships, first and foremost, that our kids can learn how to fight. They can learn how to fight well. I have made a conscious effort to not referee And instead, give them chances to learn how to argue and negotiate in a healthy way with each other. And fighting is a real thing that happens in real life. So instead of always trying to shut it down or why are you always fighting? Stop fighting. It's like fight fair. Learn how to fight. Learn how to communicate. So encourage them to talk about how they're feeling. And only interfere and give out consequences when it's really necessary. When they're drawing blood. No, I'm just kidding. You have to use your discernment on that one for your own kids. But well, my point is, maybe it's not the best idea to always shut down the fighting or quiet the fighting because fighting is a part of life. But are you fighting fair? Are you fighting well? And are you ending on a positive note? That's a, that's an important thing for our families. We don't want to walk away just ticked off. What have you learned from it? And how can you ultimately come back together? Number five is encouraging cooperation over competition. All right? So whether that's working on a chore together or having them read a book together, Give them a goal to accomplish together and let them practice the skill of working alongside someone else. Not everything has to be everyone has their own individual lanes. How are you encouraging that cooperation and teamwork? Number six is establishing family rituals. These traditions, they can offer a stronger family bond and allow us to make memories for your kids to be able to reflect on later in life and to remember why that bond together is so important. And that foundation that they built life upon is so important. So whether it's Taco Tuesday or Saturday morning pancakes, notice how everything for me revolves around food, start to weave in these little rhythms that your kids can count on together and look back on someday together. And the final one is creating a family mission statement to help the entire family remember what bonds you, what connects you, why are you in this together? How are you a team? What are your common goals? And identify the affirmations and the values that can help you navigate some of the trickier times that you're bound to face, both individually and as a family. So we have the perfect workbook and process for you to grab. It's free. It's a tool that if you haven't gotten it yet, we highly recommend it. It's called our True North, and you can get it at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash True North. Siblings can be such a gift, one we shouldn't take for granted. So, how can we help facilitate lifelong bonds that will support them and be alongside our kids for an entire lifetime? Such a treasure, such a gift. Let's raise them upright.
1: Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.